Happy Halloween, motherfuckers. Greetings and salutations. Welcome back (laughs) to this mini episode of Kinks with Kiki. So like I said, mini episode is not going to be a full blown. I am still on hiatus if those are wondering. (sighs) But I have missed you guys so much. I've missed podcasting and coming up with content and recording in general. I've missed it so much. I really, really just wanted to put out an episode to let you guys know that I miss you. I'm thinking of you. The podcast is definitely coming back. It's just I am adjusting right now. I will go into that a little bit when I do bi-monthly with Kiki because it's no longer weekly right now. (laughs) Nonetheless, I'm so happy to be recording this episode. Um, If anyone follows me on Instagram, you might have saw I put up a question little tab for my IG story for you all to ask me questions. It was specifically for this episode. Um, I wanted to do a mini episode of some of you all's questions. I've done your emails, but I never thought to sit down and be like, hey, I wonder what people would ask me on Instagram. I'm going to keep everything completely anonymous. So I do want to go ahead and tell you all that from top. I do not like to reveal people's names or their IG or social media handles in general. So let's go ahead and say that first. All right. So S&M, a.k.a. song and mood of this week as we gear up and prepare for the 1st of November. I'm so fucking glad that 2019 is almost over. The song is Rules by Doja Cat. So if you listen to my podcast, you know I have used her music before. I am a huge fan of Doja Cat. Like I love her music prior to you know, the bitch on my cow, even though I, I think I used that song as a song in mood um, of like pet play one time. I can't remember which episode, but I'm a huge fan. And I go up for this song because it's a completely different style of music. None of her music is the same. If you're a Doja Cat fan, you know that when she does a song, like they're all different. Like I just think about everything that she's came out with within like the last year. Like she came out with Bitch on Macau, which was completely random. And then she had um, Go to Town, which sounded nothing like Bitch on Macau. And then she had Tia and Tamara, which is one of my favorite songs by her. And like all of her music is just varies and it differs on so many different avenues. I stand like juicy came out you know juicy was big maybe i did juicy i definitely did juicy as a song in mood but none of her music sounds the same and it's all rap like she actually can rap and with rules i definitely got more so of a i guess you could say i got a kendrick vibe she had a whole kendrick flow going with rules especially with that second verse like i was like oh this is a female kendrick right here not saying like lyrical, I'm just saying with flow, because there is a difference. You have your lyrics, they're lyricists, Kendrick's a lyricist, but he also has a dope ass flow. She has a pretty decent flow on this song, so I just have to go up for that. So Song and Mood, aka S&M of the Week, is Rules. Now I first off want to start by saying, 
Rest in peace, John Witherspoon. Oh, the black culture has lost their daddy and it hurts. Like to the people who grew up watching his movies and like he was, you know, a star in the 70s. He's a comedian. The Wayans Brothers, like Friday, of course, Friday, classic. Better put some water on that damn shit. Classic. Ugh. 77 is entirely too young for anyone to be passing away. So condolences and prayers definitely is going to John Witherspoon's family at the moment. Um, all right. Now, jumping into this bi-monthly with Kiki. <laughs> I have not recorded since August. We are going into a smooth November in a day. Um if you don't know, I will go ahead and say I have moved from Ohio. I no longer live in the state of Ohio. I don't have any intentions to go back to the state of Ohio unless I am going back to visit friends. And that will be obviously on a weekend or a quick visit type trip. And then I will be back in my destination. Now, I have not told people where I moved. Um... At this point, I'm not really sure that I'm going to tell people where I moved. To those who know, they know. Um, I love you, kinky fucks. But I do have a circle of friends that I actually talk to and see on a consistent basis. They are aware. And of course, my family is aware of where I now live. But I just, I at this point, I think I'm just going to keep it quiet and I'm just gonna keep it to myself until I'm ready if I'm ever ready but for now just know that I have moved I moved at the end of August so I've officially been in my city now um I've been in this new city for two months actually Halloween today will make uh two months since I've been here. I'm very happy to be here. Uh, I felt like a weight was lifted off of me when I did leave Ohio because, you know, I've said before, things didn't work out in Ohio and there was really no significant reason for me to stay there. I did love my job. I do miss my job, but I needed a little bit of peace and it wasn't going to happen there. So, you know, like I'm willing to give up people, family, friends, locations for my peace. And that's exactly what I did. So I have literally just been relaxing and adjusting not only to a new place, I'm adjusting to a new job. I'm adjusting to new people. Uh, it's been a lot, but I did want to, I just Halloween's my favorite holiday is spooky season, October. Not only is my birthday, my 32nd birthday was October 1st. So not only, you know, is it my birthday month, October is a dope ass month. A lot of creatives, Libra and Scorpio come out of this month. We're dope. Halloween is this month, of course. So I really wanted to just throw out a mini episode for... Halloween because why the fuck not and besides it's my podcast I can do whatever the fuck I want when I want so like I said a few days ago I threw out on my IG story um, a little tab to ask me any type of questions anything it can be kink related BDSM related sex related whatever I mean you all know what my page is you already know what type of podcast this is so anything outside of that 
Uh, I'm not sure, <laughs> honestly, what you want me to say. But um, so I do have a few questions. This is going to be a mini-sode, guys. It's not going to be a full-blown, uh, not saying, I don't know how long it's going to be, but it's not going to be like an hour or more. It's going to be a quick episode because I just wanted to let you guys know that I am thinking about you, that I do miss you. I will be back soon, and I want to keep you all as active with me and the podcast as much as possible. So I'm going to start with these questions. I only have eight, but they're really good questions. And I really wanted to talk about them on the podcast because you never know who else, whoever listens may have these questions as well. So I thought it was important to talk about it. So the first question goes, I'm new into the lifestyle. How did you figure out what to try first? Okay. So when I first got into the BDSM lifestyle Everything was trial and error. So it wasn't something I figured out on how to try. It was just kind of literally trying a little bit of everything that was within my comfort zone and seeing if it even worked out in the first place because it may not have worked out. So I didn't figure out anything necessarily to try first. It was more so on like, Okay, so this is BDSM. This is going to be my relationship. This is going to be our titles. This is what he's into. This is what I might be into. And it was really just trying things with one another to see if we like it, if we didn't like it, if I could handle it, if, well, he was fully capable of handling anything because again, he was basically the top in the situation. He was giving, not really receiving. So it was it really was a lot of trial and error on my part to see what i like and as i went along in the lifestyle just trying different things i really determined what my kinks were and what i really liked like i tell people all the time i like bondage i've experienced bondage with him i like orgasm play i like orgasm torture like these are things i like um deep throating <laughs> anal these are things you have to try in order to figure out if it's even for you in the first place so I would honestly if you want to figure out what to try first I would always go with the thing you desire the most so if you are interested in being bound and gagged in a chair with a Hitachi strap to you for 30 minutes I would say try that Try it to see if it's something for you. See if you survived the 30 minutes because God knows most of us don't. (laughs) But see if you like it first. And if you like that, that's something you can grow and build on. Like you can throw in dildos next time or throw in, you know, wax or electric play, which is another thing I'm curious about. I never got the chance to try, but I hope to try it in 2021 for certain. Jade, now this one of my followers named Jade on Instagram, I mean on Twitter, she is always getting on me about me saying 2021. I am saying 2021 because my priorities have shifted now that I have moved and dating really is not at the top of my list, basically isn't even on the list at this moment. Um, I really want to focus on building here and getting a little bit more foundation because I do want to get a house soon. So every time I say 2021, I'm sorry, I have to laugh because it's always hilarious. But yes, try little things 
to start out with. Try to see if you like impact play. Start off slow. Start with the paddle. I'm sorry, not start with a paddle. My bad. Start with the flogger. Start with the riding crop. Or just start with your hand or belt. Like just see the little things and see if you like them. And then as you grow in the lifestyle and mature in the lifestyle, not saying you're immature, but as you get a feel and your feet are wet and you've jumped in head first into the lifestyle, you will get an understanding of the intensity of the things you like and what you like and how much of it that you like. So I hope that helps. Next question is, um, what are your views on mutual masturbation? How do you propose that situation? All right, so I've never experienced mutual masturbation with the opposite sex. It was, well, technically I have. It was she and I masturbating and him watching. I have no problem with it. Um, and sexually, I'm pretty straightforward. Like I, when you become like sexually liberated and you're just, you're comfortable with your sexuality and you are perfectly fine with asking for what you want and telling men or women, this doesn't work for me. This hurts. This isn't good. This isn't pleasurable. I'm not enjoying it. When you get to that point, anything that you ask for, should not be an issue. So I would be straightforward, but that's just me. Not everybody has gotten to that point in life and I'm not sure that everybody will. I know for me personally, because I'm very vocal about what I like sexually, especially when I am involved with a person and we're pretty sexually active or if we're having sex, if it feels uncomfortable, if I'm not getting anything from it, I'm not saying it to disrespect you. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm telling you, this isn't pleasurable for me. So I'm not going to do anything that's not pleasurable to me as well. And I think ladies really have to, like, we have to do better with telling men, this doesn't feel good to me. We got to try some other alternative because it's not working for me is I don't know how we were conditioned to be adamant about not saying anything because if we say something, then the man is displeased. But meanwhile, we're not getting pleasure for weeks, days, months, years on end. Fuck that. We're going into a completely different decade and we're going into our roaring 20s. Like, If you're not telling men or women what pleases you sexually, then I don't know what you're doing. Again, I don't shame. I don't judge. But mutual masturbation, I'm just going to bring it to your attention. If it's something I want to do with you, if I'm intimate enough with you to fuck you, I should be able to have these conversations with you. So I would say tackle it head on. Um, I'm assuming if this is a person you're having sex with, you should know how they handle things and you should know how to approach that person. So I would definitely say it depends on your relationship and your dynamic with that person. But I know with me, because I'm vocal about sex from jump, like I have no reservations. I'm telling you, if this doesn't feel good, you're going to know it. And we're not, I'm not going to stop you. We're just going to figure out, okay, that position doesn't work. Let's see if this one works. That tongue flick doesn't work. Let's see if sucking on my click does. So I'm just going to be straightforward about it. That's how I would propose it. Um, the next question is, where do I find a brat tamer? That is very interesting because 
I'm not big enough of a brat for me to be like, I need to be tamed. But I also know when it comes to brats, they want to be tamed because that is their kink. That is how they get their, you know, kicks and get their rocks off because it just turn on and it like sexually and like literally pleases a brat to be tamed by a brat tamer. Um... When it comes to dating sites with BDSM, because it's not something you can just pop up and be like, yo, you're a brat tamer and all. Like, it's, it's certain places because not everybody's, you know, out and about with their lifestyle and their, you know, sexual choices. I would try, um, and I have another question related to this very same answer. I'll go into that in a bit, in a minute. Um... I would try FetLife. So I know I didn't have any particular luck with FetLife because I felt like men were trying to take advantage or they were like, I'm not going to say they were toxic doms, but they were fake doms because they were trying to manipulate you just because you identified as a submissive or a little or a slave they're like oh well I'm this you're supposed to do this for me well we haven't even vetted each other gotten each other's first name or even established any type of relationship amongst each other so I didn't have great luck with it but that is a dating site I would tell most people to try not saying you're looking for a brat tamer to date, but just looking to meet someone who shares a similar interest as you fat life will be probably your best option. Now, this next question, same thing. Favorite BDSM website. Um, I don't think I have a favorite BDSM website, but I'm going to go back to that for a minute. Also for the brat tamer. I'm sorry, sis. Um, you can go to Munches. Now, Munches, you're going to have to like Google and find the inside to your kink community in your actual community. I'm not sure what state you live in or what city you live in, but you can go to Munches as well. Munch, um, A Munch is basically just like a meetup of people who share the same interest in BDSM and kink. And it's just like a mix and mingle. Like you get to like a meet and greet. You get to meet other people who are into the same alternative lifestyle that you're in. And who knows? If you find one, you might actually meet someone who is looking for a brat to tame. Now, jumping back into favorite BDSM site. I don't personally have one. Um, when it comes to resources, if you're looking to educate yourself or you're looking about, um, you're looking for a specific, oof, excuse me, y'all, a specific kink or a specific type of BDSM play, I would always say kinkly. If you've listened to my episodes in the past, y'all already know I stand for kinkly and I'm always saying according to kinkly because it really is like a kink bible online you if you're interested in some type of play that's a little bit foreign they have every type of philia and bdsm and kink related thing you can name not to mention they give great advice on sex podcasts sex blogs sex toys it's everything sex I stand for kinkly so I would have to say that would be my favorite. At first I said I didn't think I had one, but Kinkly, when it comes to resources of all things kink, kinkly.com is definitely the way to go. Um, I Again, I did not like FetLife, but I've heard great things about it from other people that were successful with it. 
I know in particular, I was not. So I heard it was a great episode. (laughs) I heard it was a great website. So maybe that's something you can look into. So this next question, (laughs) it says, should you be alarmed if a guy asks you to peg him? I say no. And the only reason I say no is because if you're into pegging, then it shouldn't be an issue. Like you, if this is a person that you're involved with or thinking about becoming involved with and you're into pegging and he's potentially into pegging, I don't see what the issue would be. It wouldn't be alarming to me um, because again, I'm very vocal about what I like sexually. So I'll just be flat out. Like if I'm not into pegging, I'd say that all the time. Pegging doesn't really do it for me. I've never pegged. I just, the appeal isn't appealing to me. So I wouldn't be alarmed. Um, I would just simply, if you're not into it, I would just simply be like, hmm, interesting. Even ask if you want to, um, is pegging your thing? How long have you been pegging? Are you okay with the fact that I'm not into pegging? But if you are in, interested in pegging him and if he's down with it, which obviously it seems like he probably is because he asked you, um, then you can start your vetting process. Like, what toys do you like? What do you prefer? Strap, of course it's a strap. What size penis? What color penis? What length of a penis? Like, These things are going to be important because to those who do anal sex, you already know it is not easy. I don't care how often you do it, and I have done anal a lot. I don't care how often you do it. You can do it one day and do it the next day, and it will still be just as painful. I mean, unless you're into like the whole Euro thing and they like put cars up there and stuff, but that's a whole different story. Um, Yes, I wouldn't be alarmed. I just have a conversation with them because this is... This is really my motto going forward because we are in a generation of people where casual sex is so like available and like really at your fingertips. If you can put this person's dick or pussy in your mouth, you should be able to have any type of conversation with them, whether it is, hey, we're going to have anal sex I'm sorry I shit on your dick or your dildo. Like, you should be able to have those questions because I'm not putting your genitals in my mouth if I cannot have a general conversation with you. General and genital, they're important. So I, would, I wouldn't be alarmed. I would just ask him, like, well, obviously you want me to. You want to give me some insight into your world of pegging and how long this has been going on and vet each other and see if it's something you're into. Um, if you're not into it, Just don't shut him down. Don't dismiss him. But just, you know, let him talk about it. Let him be open enough and comfortable enough to talk to you about it so he doesn't feel like he has to scale back or hide the fact that he likes to be pegged. And if it's not for you, you can genuinely tell him, I have no problem with you liking to be pegged. However, it is not for me. So next question. How do you deal with long-distance BDSM relationships? Woo, child, the ghetto. (laughs) I did BDSM long-distance for about a year um, with my ex, Dom. And then I moved, ironically, when I moved to New York, he and I broke up. So it was no more BDSM relationship. It was no more anything. But we rekindled that following year and reestablished the DS and then it ended again. But 
it takes a lot. It's going to take a lot of trust. It's going to take a lot of obedience on your part if you are the submissive. If you are not the submissive, if you're the dominant, it's going to take a lot of patience on your part. Um, if Again, if you're the submissive, and for you know argument's sake, we're just going to say you're the submissive because I don't know. But if you're the submissive, um, your best bet is to actually do the things that your dominant commands of you. And I know it's very easy for you to just tell someone, especially being long distance, um, do the things that they actually ask of you to do, constantly communicate with each other, FaceTime, Skype, whatever video chatting service you use, that is going to be very important. If switching over again switch <laughs> if you're on the dominant side and you want your submissive to perform a task that is what facetime is for especially when you're long distance i know my ex had a thing for um orgasm play which is why i have a thing for it and he was training me to build up my tolerance so we would FaceTime and I would do things on FaceTime because I'm not physically there to do them in person for you to watch me. So you have to watch me via iPhone, via iPad, via MacBook, whatever. So that would be one of the biggest things is being able to video chat, being able to constantly communicate, actually being obedient to your dominant and a dominant actually being patient with you. Those are the main components with dealing with a BDSM relationship that's long distance. And more importantly, I would emphasize that you try to visit as much as you possibly can. I know with long distance, that's not always the easiest thing to do. But if you can like visit at least like once a month, that would be important as well. I mean, it's hard when you want to, you know, be out and about and visit and be a unit to get things done that are like BDSM related outside of the sex. But you can make time for that. You can put that in your schedule. Um, if you all want to do a scene or a session, that's what that would be for. Um, so try to visit, keep your communication open and make sure that it is consistent. Abide by the rule. Abide. Is it abide? Obey. Abide abide, like abiding, abide by the rules, uh, ensure that you have a dominant that is patient, or if you are the dominant, be very patient with your submissive. Submissives can get very needy, very, very needy, and it's important that you communicate with them and let them know that they are important to you, that they are special to you, that you appreciate everything that they're doing, um, that you're they're doing for you, because those things are important and they go a really long way when you're a submissive. So, communication, make sure it's consistent, patience, obedience, FaceTime. <laughs> I hope that helps. Now, this last question, and then I have a suggestion that's going to make the eighth one. I'll leave that one for last. But the next question is, last question, what do you do when your girlfriend is not a sexual person? I have been with a person who was not as sexual as I, and I don't want to be that person, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but I do want to let you know that I'm not telling you to automatically break up with her. 
what I am telling you to do is to communicate and express how you feel about you and her sex sex life and your sexual compatibility and see if there is a happy medium that you all are able to reach. Um, you can lay out some things that you want to try with her and she can lay out some things that she's comfortable with trying and she's not sure if she wants to try. But the purpose is at this point, you need to go back and forth and see if this is a person that you want to be with long term and someone you see yourself marrying, you want to meet a middle ground before you get to that point because sexual incompatibility will break up a relationship. It didn't break mine up entirely, but it put a huge damper because it's really hard when you're very sexual and you do want to have sex and you want to try new things and the person that you're involved with isn't quite on board with you and they're just like, eh, do we have to? Because relationships can make you very comfortable and complacent as well, especially with women. They feel like once they got you, they don't have to give up the pussy anymore. That's not the case because that's how men get bored. And I'm not trying, I don't want y'all to come for me and make it seem like I'm trying to sound like a pick me or anything, but I'm not. But it's real. If you were fucking nonstop in the relationship, first, first thing in the relationship and you were happy and your sex life was vibrant and it was thriving. And then two years later, you're comfortable all of a sudden because you're like, they love me. They're not going anywhere. So I don't have to put in any effort. Sexual effort is just as important as emotional effort as in type of physical and like spiritual effort. You have to put effort on all avenues into your relationship. So my thing is you two need to communicate you need to tell her what's not making you happy because the last thing I want you to do is step out on her and cheat with somebody who is sexually more sexually uh, interactive with you and or more sexual comp- sexually compatible with you. And then now you look like a fuckboy because you've hurt this woman when you could have actually just vocalized to her in the first place. Hey, this is what I want to do. This is the issues that we're having sexually. I mean, it's a way you're going to have to word it so it comes off sensitive and it doesn't seem like you're attacking her because women will get in their feelings about that. Like men, I know there are a lot of men in my life, like friends that do tell me like they don't have sex as often as they would like. So it's important that you word this and choose your words (laughs) very, very carefully and word it the correct way and let her know like, I like having sex with you. You like having sex with me. Let's explore these options. Is this something you think you'd be interested in trying? Now, if she's willing to meet you halfway and she's like, I'm not going to do this, this, and this, but let's baby step into this. Let's try this out once and see if we both like it. And if she likes it, then you can have another conversation and be like, is this something we can continue to do? And if she's cool with it, then you all will be making the steps towards getting back on track and getting a little bit more compatible sexually. Now, if you have talked to her, you have poured out your feelings about this, you have expressed what you feel about it, how you feel about it, and you're telling her that it's important to you and it's a huge factor for you in the relationship, and she's just dismissive and she's not even trying to meet you halfway, then you got to cut her off. I'm sorry. Because there's no reason for you to sacrifice your happiness for somebody else's. Nobody else's happiness matters more than yours. Do you want her to be happy? Absolutely. Are you going to sacrifice your own happiness so she's happy? Fuck no. 
So if she's not willing to meet you halfway, you know what you got to do. Cut her off. Now, this isn't a question. This was more so um, of a suggestion. And this is the last thing before the episode ends. And this says, not sure if you'll do an episode about it, but would love to hear about sings. Now that is, I have a list, guys. I'm not kidding. Um, I had a friend help me put some episodes together. Um, when? It was earlier this year and I revisited it when I moved. So I have a list of future episodes, future guests, because I do plan to start having guests in 2020, uh, future guests and their particular episodes and whatever kink or whatever part of BDSM we may be talking about. There's a list. Scenes is definitely on that list. So I do plan to do an episode about scenes. I'm not necessarily sure when it's going to come out, but it definitely is on the list. Now, like I said, guys, this is not an episode. It's a mini-sode of Kinks with Kiki. And that is going to wrap up this episode, mini-sode, <laughs> of Kinks with Kiki. As always, you guys know I am still very active on Twitter, Kinks with Kiki. Um, I am still very active on Instagram, Kinks with Kiki Podcast. You can always email me, kinkswithkiki at gmail.com. I'm sorry, kinkswithkikipodcast at gmail.com. Um... You can follow me on Tumblr. I'm back on Tumblr. It's still, it's growing, but the freak shit's coming back and I'm here for it. Um, I'm on all social medias for the most part that are like prominent. I'm not on Facebook because the saints wouldn't appreciate the freak on Facebook. I know it's some wild shit on Facebook, but y'all know Facebook is really for like the anies that go to church on a consistent basis. And I am neither. So <laughs> I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> Um, I am still trying to get a group going. I don't know if it's not going to be like a thread or anything, but I do want to get like a group chat going for us kinky ladies of color because I do feel like we need a safe space that is free of judgment or any male input. This is not me bashing men. So before y'all niggas get up here and say, oh, she ain't shit. She trying to say we ain't shit. No. I just want women to be able to talk about the shit that they want to do sexually as vulgar and as open and as free as possible without a man saying, oh, she belongs to the streets. That's all I'm saying. Because as soon as a woman be like, you know, I want a dick in my ass, dick in my pussy, dick in my mouth and two dicks in my hand. Y'all going to be like, oh, yeah, no, nah, she a dub. We can't even marry her. No, that's why y'all not invited. Because while y'all saying she belonged to the streets, she gonna have six women behind her saying, yes, queen, go the fuck off. So that is why I want to do a message, group message, chat space. I'm working on it. I think I got an idea of where I can put it and it will be password protected. So the only way men would get in is if y'all hoes, and I call y'all hoes in the most lovingly and respectful way. If y'all hoes, let them know. This is no boys allowed. It's girls only. So that's going to be something I do want to put into the works as of next year. So I haven't forgotten. But yes, like I said, follow me, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr. Email me, kingswithkiki at gmail.com. If you have any questions or concerns, do not forget to rate, review, subscribe. I've got a few reviews on um, Apple Podcasts, well, iTunes, whatever, recently 
guys, rate me. I'm trying to get up there. I'm trying to come back better than ever, baby. Okay? And as always, I am your dose of black girl in this kinky ass world. And until next time, peace.